This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. It wasn't the news people were hoping for. The biotech company Seragene announcing disappointing results from its clinical trial of a trophic or growth factor treatment for Parkinson's disease. Fifteen months after receiving the treatment, patients did not show any statistically significant improvement when evaluated using the United Parkinson's Disease Rating Scale. Some trial participants did report benefits in their participant diaries, but overall, the growth factor trial did not show the kind of improvement researchers had hoped for. This trial looked at, again, symptomatic benefit. How well do people move? How much rigidity do they have? How much tremor do they have? And at 15 months, there was no statistically significant difference. Dr. William Marks is a leading Parkinson's researcher at the University of California, San Francisco, and a principal evaluator of Sarah Jean's ongoing efforts to develop a growth factor therapy. Growth factors are proteins that support the health and welfare of brain cells, including dopamine, and their therapeutic potential has long intrigued both scientists and organizations like the Michael J. Fox Foundation, which helps support the Seragene trial. The Foundation's Dr. Jamie Eberling. In Parkinson's disease, as cells are dying, we think that if we can expose them to trophic factors, which are proteins made by the brain, that this would actually help to nourish those cells and to prevent them from dying and actually bring them back to life. But boosting the brain's natural supply of growth factors isn't easy because of the body's blood-brain barrier. Seragene's approach involved taking a gene that manufactures the growth factor nurturant and surgically implanting that gene in the brain of a person with Parkinson's. A first trial using that technique failed, but the data suggested that a second attempt might work if the dosage was increased and sent to two different brain locations. Yet that new approach still yielded disappointing results. Dr. Marks thinks there may be several possible explanations. One is that this particular growth factor is not the right one, and there are many others. So that's one possibility. It's possible that the delivery methodology was not as optimal as it needs to be, and that by improving delivery techniques, we can make sure that more of the growth factor gets to where it needs to be, and perhaps we're intervening too late. All of which leads Marx to believe that growth factors still might work if several key issues were addressed, starting with his last point, who gets the treatment and when they get it. Right now, surgical approaches like this one are only tested in individuals who are no longer responding well to other treatment options. Which, by definition, means that they're fairly far along in the course of their Parkinson's disease. And by that point, quite frankly, it may be very difficult for growth factors to compensate for the damage that's been done. But even if patients with less advanced Parkinson's were willing to participate in a surgical treatment, Mark says there's an even more fundamental question to address. Growth factors may be providing an important benefit, it's just that this trial wasn't designed to measure it. What we're measuring in these clinical trials is whether or not the patient's symptoms, their rigidity, their tremor, their slowness of movement, etc., is improving or not. But it's quite possible that the main benefit of growth factors is simply to slow down the disease, in which case 
symptoms themselves might be the same, and it's just the rate of progression of the disease might slow down. So it could well be that something that doesn't improve symptoms might still be allowing a patient to sort of hold on to what they have, which in and of itself could be very beneficial. Oh, absolutely. In fact, if growth factors provided absolutely no symptomatic benefit, but stabilized the disease, sort of froze it in time, if you will, that would be phenomenal because we have plenty of other treatments that help the symptoms, whether it's medications, deep brain stimulation, et cetera. So one could envision controlling the symptoms with these other modalities and then controlling the disease progression with something like a growth factor. So I think that would be game-changing. But right now, we don't have a way to adequately measure that game-changing potential. It's why so much effort is going into identifying a biomarker for the disease, including the Fox Foundation's Parkinson's Progression Marker Index Project. Finding a way to biologically measure disease progression would give researchers a far more accurate means to assess the potential of new treatments. And as the Fox Foundation's Jamie Eberling notes, until that happens, growth factors may remain on the sidelines. I think that it's going to be difficult for companies to be interested in supporting this type of work because so far the investment has not paid off. Still, both Eberling and Marx remain hopeful, in part because of the trial participants themselves. Those patients will continue to be assessed in the years ahead, yielding further data about the long-term effect of growth factors. And as Dr. Marx notes, it's only when people are willing to participate in this kind of research that science moves forward. Think about the patients who have contributed to these studies who are willing to participate in, in an experimental trial. And I will tell you that the people who participated really need to be thanked by the Parkinson's community uh, and by all of us. We move these treatments forward in small steps. So I'm left with mixed feelings, disappointment that, that we won't have something that's ready to offer more widely, but also hope that, that it is at least a few steps forward. And we'll discuss the Seragene trial results in more detail during an upcoming Fox Foundation webinar. To learn more, visit michaeljfox.org. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.